good Thursday evening and welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies Thursday night throat day. We got the man of the hour, the top of power, the two sweet devil beside Delonte. What up? What up? What's going of on, everybody? You, you got me, the big guy, KG. Uh, I'm not even going to lie to nobody tonight. We are going to give it to you only like the Sideline Junkies can, and that is raw, uncut, unfiltered no watered down mess and uh geez now we're gonna give it to you real tonight so uh first and foremost um we gonna start with <laughs> miles garrett pretty much losing his appeal earlier today uh about his rest of the, you know his indefinite suspension pretty much the rest of the season uh what he said was um Mason Rudolph called him a racial slur, which started it, kicked it all off. It started it. Um, Mason Rudolph vehemently denies it. Uh, so, as it stands, Miles Garrett suspended indefinitely. Rest of the season, as of right now, we don't know about next season. Um, Marquise Pouncey is suspended two games instead of three. Mason Rudolph, zero. Uh, I'm gonna let you dive into this one first. Um, <laughs> whoo, it, it's a tangled web, but I know we can sort through it. My okay, so my my thing is he oh, he he been um Miles Garrett or for the for the sake of sake we're going to call him Miles. He uh. You know, try try to, to add the whole racial element into this whole uh, situation. But the fact of the matter is, you, you know, with Bruce, Bruce Strength, you know, took this man's helmet off, you know, with your bare hands and then followed it up by slinging his helmet and, con you know, connecting him, you know, connecting him with the, uh, and hitting him on top of the head. I think if he would have, if Rudolph was was like in another position, and Miles would have connected with that helmet, he could have, he might have knocked him out. He could have knocked him out. So I, I think for you know, even for that, you know, his suspension should should stay in. But to add the racial element in there, that that was that's a bad reach. Do I think it was a racial slur thrown, even though I wasn't on the field? No. Um, and, and I'm going to tell you why, because no other player from the Steelers or the Browns, and let alone Rudolph, he was the only white uh, person, you know, within that whole mix. Everybody else was black. You don't hear nobody from the Steelers. Someone, oh, no, he didn't, even though they're teammates. Because cause, um, even though they, you know, they teammates, if you hear a white person, you know, shout out their N-word or something racial, oh, you're going to call them out, teammate or not. But they didn't say anything. He ain't even had nobody from the Browns say anything um, race for, you know, that he, you know, made a, a racial slur. So, no, nah, that was Miles, man. That was a, a, a bad ditch effort to, you know, try to, you know, deflect, you know, the the the, the blame or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, you gotta accept, you know, the consequences, buddy. You know what I'm saying? You are you are suspended for the rest of the season. 
Um, I'm not sure if they withholding this uh, money, but man, you 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 gotta you gotta eat that, man. You gotta eat that. You gotta man up. You gotta stand tall and face these consequences. You know what? I said something online earlier. Uh, a gentleman that I used to work with, he, uh, and Jesse, if you listening, I, it was actually on one of your, uh, one of your Facebook stats and his, uh, one of his Facebook friends commented that I was making excuses for what happened. Wow. But, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get it right here. Okay. Uh, he said, uh, what Jesse said was something had to be said for him just to go off like that. I don't care how you look at the issue. Something was said because no man or no woman will act like that unless another person says a racist slur to your face. No one wouldn't know, wouldn't know it, but you and the other person. Okay. That's true. But Mason Rudolph, when he took now, granted, Miles Garrett was wrong off the break. When he took him down or after the, you know, after the ball was gone, he wrapped him up, pinned his arms down, took him straight down. There's, that's uh, one wrong right there. Mm-hmm. Now, when he was on the ground, Mason Rudolph, he was trying to get up. Mason Rudolph tried to give him a nut shot. As a man, you try to hit me in the nuts and Mason Rudolph tried to rip his helmet off first. Miles Garrett was a little bit stronger. And overpowered him, took his helmet off. And they started going at it. When he swung that helmet, Marquise Pouncey came in there and pounced on him. Right. Now, I don't care that, oh, well, he said, uh, he said a, a racial slur. Dude, you going to hit a man with a helmet? Are you serious? You were wrong. And I'm not defending what either one of them did. But mm-hmm. the simple fact that Mason Rudolph didn't get any games, that's a problem for me. Because old boy need to get at least five games for what he did. Because he instigated the damn thing when he tried to kick him in the nuts. It could have been over and done with. He could have fell down, pulled the Tom Brady, threw his hands up. Like, yo, he just took me down after the, after the you know, the ball is gone. It was the end of the game. Dude. You gotta get you gotta face some sort of repercussion. Miles Garrett got his. And I still think he got off light. Because if the Browns were winning and they were in the playoff hunt, I say, oh yeah, this hurts. The Browns weren't gonna make the playoffs this year. No. This ain't this ain't hurting them. And I, I'll be surprised if they don't hold money. But if they don't hold the money, believe me, the Browns are gonna try to recoup. Whatever money he was paid, some of it, some of that bonus money, because he wasn't able to play. But this is not hurting him. Now, if you extend this into next year, you know, it's a whole year from now. He's not playing until week 13, 14 of next year. And he hasn't he hasn't gotten paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm saying that hurts. But uh, this is not hurting Miles Garrett, suspending him for the rest of the year. But and you know, you suspended Pouncey for two games. He was defending his quarterback, right or wrong. 
he was wrong. His heart was in the right place, but he was wrong for what he did because he, he he started throwing blows. Uh, the simple fact that um, once again, Mason Rudolph is not serving any suspension time. That really bothers me. Right. Like, how does this dude get off scot free? Like, he's the victim. Yeah. Now, maybe um, I'm, I'm I didn't watch it live. I watched all the replays, and I mean, they got different angles. You know, NFL films and the NFL take sky cam, and they got drones. They got everything. So right. it's no way that they're gonna miss something. Every way you look at it, Mason Rudolph threw shots before the helmet was ripped off. He tried to rip Miles Garrett's helmet off. He tried to kick him in the nads. Okay, something has to be done. That cannot happen. Once again, not excusing what Miles Garrett did. Mm-hmm. But the, 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 the cause doesn't justify the effect. But neither one should have happened. That whole thing could have been avoided. Right. So I don't think I think Miles Garrett is getting off with a slap on the wrist unless he loses some money. And I mean a substantial amount of money for this. Yeah, like the game checks because it's, it's still what the what six games left for a lot of teams. Yeah, because what are we going into week 12? Yep. So you got to play week 12 all the way up to 17. So and I think Browns and already had their bye. Yeah, yeah, they had. So, Mason Rudolph got to his, his pockets got to be lighter too. Mm-hmm. Ma- Mason Rudolph got to be he has to be fine at least I'll say two to four million. Good luck. Yeah, because you started that. If you're not gonna serve any suspension, you got to be fine. Because Miles Gerd, if he if he's not gonna get paid, he's gonna lose more money than that. Oh yeah. But Ma- Mason Rudolph, dude. Come on about them pockets, and you need to sit for two games. So, that's just my thought on it. And I'm not – people want to make this a a, a racial thing. I don't want to – right, I don't want to make it a racial thing. Right. I want to make it a human being thing. I don't care if the roles were reversed and Miles Garrett was white and Mason Rudolph was black. I don't care. Let's not even put race into it. Whether it was a racial slur said or not, you still got to have damn self-control, Miles. Mm-hmm. If they can get you out of character by saying a word that 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 in the in, in, in the dictionary, the the, the 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 N-word, and I said we were going to be unfiltered and raw tonight, nigga is defined as lazy and ignorant. It's not a color beside that. Mm-hmm. So if he did call you a nigga, that ain't got nothing to do with you. Right. That shows his ignorance. Yeah. You got to learn not to, to, to bite the bait. And I understand his heart sometimes. People are so ready to fight over the word nigga. I'm not going to fight you. Oh, you ain't nothing but a, a, a nigga. Okay. I mean, it's words. Right. Now, when you start taking those words, and as you're saying those words, you're putting actions towards behind those, I'm mean, sorry, behind those words mm-hmm. where you're doing harm to me, then I'm going to react. Right. I agree. So you got to have a little bit of self-control as a, 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 a man. Period. Yep. And I'm saying that to all 
my brothers, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, you got to you got to have more self-control towards words, because when you start biting that bait. It's a problem because it's going to get you in trouble like this. Now, not saying that Mason Rudolph said it, not saying he didn't say it, but if he did. And it comes out, he said it. Not only should he be suspended. For the rest of this season, which is going to hurt the Pittsburgh Steelers, but not only should he be suspended, he should be fine. And he should have to go take sensitivity courses since that's what they give out anyway. So if, if we if you you know don't give him a slap on the wrist. I don't care about his 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 race, his religion. I don't care about none of that. Right. He has to pay for the crime he committed. And right now, as of now, we don't know what he said, but we know what the hell he did. And what did he do? He tried to kick a grown man in his nuts and tried to rip his helmet off and turn. He got his helmet ripped off. He got bumped on top of the head. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, they wanted to spin this. Say, well, Miles Garrett, um, um, Miles Garrett could face uh, uh, assault charges because of what he did. Right. But he used the helmet as a weapon. So. Yeah, that was the shocking part. I was like, man. I, I, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen that in the NFL. I, maybe I have. I'm trying to, you know what? Somebody brought it up. Uh, Bill Romanowski, when he was playing, was it in Denver or was it in Oakland? When he beat his teammate up with the helmet in practice. Oakland. Oakland. That was Oakland? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that right there. And that everybody brings that up. Well, Bill Romanowski didn't get anything. It's white privilege. Dude, that was in practice behind closed doors. We don't, you go by hearsay with that. Now, we don't know how bad it was because it went by word of mouth. There's no video of that. There is no video of Romanowski doing this. So we can only go by hearsay. Yep. There's video of this. This is a, a, a viral age. And I tell everybody this. This is a viral age. This is where everything gets caught. Everything you do is being watched. Mm-hmm. You know, you walk down the street. You see them little ring cameras? Every time you pass one, it's recording you. You're being watched 24-7 in some way, shape, or form, whether it's by traffic cameras, ring cameras, dashboard cameras, body cameras. It doesn't matter. Right. You're being watched. So it's no way you can pretty much get away with a lot of stuff. So when people say, oh, yeah, they're going to get away scot-free, I don't believe that because it's some angle that caught what you did. Now, what Mason Rudolph did, it was caught. I can't speak for what Romanowski did. I only went by hearsay back then because I didn't see it. The hazing that used to go on in, in college football, the hazing that used to go on in NFL training camps of rookies, uh, I can't think of who it was, but the rookie that got beat with the uh, pillowcase full of um, bars of soap, and he wound up losing his career because they broke his eye socket. You know, they gave him a code. They, they, it wasn't done on purpose. Mm-hmm. It was tradition. You know, you got beat with balls of soap. You know, mm-hmm. you ran through the hole and the veterans beat you with balls of soap. Mm-hmm. It happened, but it was an accident. But 
the question is, we don't know what veterans did it. We don't know who was involved in it. We only went by hearsay because there was no video. We have video now. So with the video that we have, everybody involved. Uh, The guys that tried to break it up, I commend them because they could have jumped in the fray too and did some things, but they didn't. Pouncey, Garrett, Rudolph. Yep. Those are your three. And and Pouncey was just trying to he was trying to defend his quarterback. So he got two games for that. But mm-hmm. Rudolph needs to be suspended also. So Yeah, that's, man. Yeah, he he I don't think I don't think yeah, he he didn't get fined or nothing. No. And and you know, like if you keep looking back at the tape, he tried to rip off Miles' helmet first. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, it it's I don't like the way it goes. Because this is what you're 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 this is what you're saying to me. He instigated it with well, I'm not I can't even really say he instigated it because Miles Garrett was wrong for the takedown. Right. But they okay, so they both they both had had a hand in starting it. The takedown, then the kick to the nuts, the ripping off of the helmet, or the, the attempted ripping off of the helmet. Um then the ripping off of the helmet, the the, the conking on top of the head, and then Pouncey flying in and and you know body shotting uh Miles Garrett while he was on the ground. Right. Okay. So everybody's uh uh everybody's guilty needs to be suspended or somehow fined. They need to be punished. Mm -hmm. Mason Rudolph cannot get off scot-free. That's all I'm going to say. And as of right now, at this very moment, this Thursday night, it is 8.04 p.m. at the time of this recording. He has not been handed down in the punishment that I know of mm-hmm. and I'm I know if I'm wrong and I need to be corrected I know my partner right here Delante I know you would already correct me because you scour the internet the same way I do pre-show days leading up to try to find out whatever information we can so we can be knowledgeable on the subject so I don't know what they're going to do but they need to do something Right. And it needs to be substantial. So. Oh, all right. We're going to take a break. Then we're going to come back and we're going to get into topic number two. Colin Kaepernick had his workout this weekend. A lot of people had a lot to say about it. Uh, we're going to dive into that once again. Raw, uncut, unfiltered. And we're going to do it only like us sideline junkies can. So stay tuned for that. We're going to throw it over to BJ. He's going to tell you about our sponsors, the Anchor, and then we'll be right back. Word. And just like that, we are back. Uh, our next topic. But before we go on to that next topic, we talked last week about um the kid from Memphis, Wiseman. Yep. Now, he had to serve a two-game suspension. Now, the NCAA has ruled that he has to serve 
an additional 11 games. He will not be back until January 12th. We I just, think. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, you go ahead. What I mean, which is kind of uh, reasonable for real because and, uh, a smidge slight slap on the wrist because, you know, a lot of these teams, their meaningful games aren't until after they uh, they come back from Christmas break. So, no, you know, I, I think Memphis, they, they'll be all right without him for, for a little bit. And then when he get back, hopefully, he you know, he stay in shape. You know, he he keep his conditioning up. So when, you know, January come, um, he's reinstated. He can get back, you know, kind of get back in the floor of things quick. You know what I'm saying? He is the projected top pick of next year's NBA draft. So very important that he, um, you know, stay in shape and stay on top of his uh, his fitness game. But I think, yeah, it's slapping the wrist. Like, ain't, ain't gonna be no mean, you know, no meaningful games unless they they probably have like, um, you know, like one of those, you know, early season testers. But other than that, nah, it'll be all right. I, I'm gonna be honest, brother. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. You mm-hmm. are punishing a kid for something he had no hand in. Mm-hmm. He didn't. Say, hey, coach, I want to move. Um, I need this. Nah, his parents didn't even say that. Penny offered to help them. And Penny being an AAU coach, mm-hmm. and he has a relationship with this child at the time. Uh, he has a relationship with the family. He helped out, and now you're punishing him for getting help. Now, I don't agree with 11, 11 more games. I, I wouldn't even. I I mean, Memphis, I don't know how much noise they would make, but I still think it's, it's a BS suspension. 11500 You got guys that are taking hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, from real boosters, not uh, so-called boosters because, you know, you were alumni, but they're taking from real boosters. You know, they're taking way more money themselves mm-hmm. and not getting caught for sometimes five, 10, 15 years. You know, they're almost out of the league and they're getting caught with their hand in the cookie jar. Come on. This is this is bull. This is real bull. I'm going to say that. So. um, Jumping into our second topic. Uh, well, this would be actually the third topic. Colin Kaepernick Saturday, last Saturday, had his NFL workout, and it wasn't without hiccups and <laughs> things like that. Uh, they said uh the 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 workout was supposed to take place at three thirty last Saturday in Atlanta at the Atlanta Falcons training facility. Uh said Hugh Jackson was supposed to run the drills. They had receivers coming in. But Colin Kaepernick said, no, I'm not going to do it. He changed the venue to Charles Drew High School down in Atlanta, which is about an hour away from the facility. And he bringing his own receivers. And everybody said that he was so stupid because he blew his chance. What a lot of people didn't know, the NFL wanted him to sign a waiver 
that uh was not a standard waiver that the the, the, the gentleman that goes to the scouting combine signed. You know, hey, you get hurt any way, shape, or form. Uh, you can't sue the league. Things like that. That wasn't that kind of waiver. The waiver that they had him, they tried to get him to sign, was protecting the league from future collusion lawsuits. And a lot of people criticized him for that. And his attorney claimed the NFL demanded he sign an unusual liability waiver as a precondition for the workout, but the NFL insists that it was leaked and it's standard. Um, they wanted him to sign away, basically sign away his rights to sue in the future, regardless of whether or not they participate in a collusion. Right. So instead of him having 25 scouts there, because I think we reported last week, what was it, 12? Mm-hmm. It jumped up to 25, but only 18 saw him. And then they didn't want uh, the media there. It would have been recorded. The tapes would have been distributed, but they didn't want the media there. So here we have Cap making uh, money moves and, you know, he's he, he playing a big boy's game. And in my opinion, my personal opinion, I think he did what was right. He, you're not going to get me to sign a contract that's not standard. It has nothing to do with the workout, but if I do this workout, you know, you can still collude to keep me out of the league. Right. Um, he looked very good in the workout. Oh, yeah. And you know something? A lot of people said that, oh, yeah, I look good, too, if it ain't nobody out there defending me, and I'm just throwing deep balls. Yeah. Then why playing the NFL then, cuz? Right. Exactly. <laughs> they they gave him a ton of uh, sugar honey iced tea, and you know what that acronym, acronym stands for. Oh yeah. Um, about his shirt that he had on pre-workout because it said Kunta Kente. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so unprofessional. Would you ever go to a, 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 a interview with a sweatshirt on that says Kunta Kente? And I, I responded, um, if I'm going to an interview, my interviews don't consist of a workout where I'm going to wear a t-shirt that says Kunta Kente, but I have went to interviews where I had a Black Panthers jacket on. And I didn't. I wasn't ashamed of it. I got the job. My interviewer was not a a black man. It was a white man hmm. who actually it became a conversation piece about how I came across the jacket. What did I really know about the Panthers? And that right there, my knowledge alone, what impressed, and that you know my impressive work history, but it impressed my interviewer to give me a job. Right. Don't don't give me that right there about the Kunta Kente shirt. Um, those of you that say, well, he was out of league for a reason. Look at what he did in San Francisco. He was trash. Okay, let me put it to you this way. When he took over for Alex Smith in 2012, the 49ers went on a run all the way to the Super Bowl. Okay? Mm-hmm. After that, they came back the following year and made it all the way to the NFC Championship game under Jim Harbaugh and lost to the eventual Super Bowl champion, uh, Seattle Seahawks. There's two years in a row you lost to the Super Bowl champ. Right. 
Harbaugh resigns, leaves, bring in Tom Sula. Whole offense changed. They weren't running the same things. Tom Sula really didn't want him as the quarterback, so he benched him. Tom Sula gets fired. Chip Kelly takes over. Mm-hmm. Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly took over something in Philadelphia, and he messed it up. He traded away the stars of Philadelphia and all that. He messed it up. Went out to San Francisco. Couldn't rebuild out there. One season, he's gone. So in two years, you got two different uh, systems. So what, what do you think is going to happen? Um, to be honest... I, I mean, I, I, I do hear there are a couple teams that have legitimate interest in them. Um, I believe Cincinnati was one, and then uh, God, I can't, I can't remember the other team. Might have it was Pittsburgh. I'm not sure. Um, it wasn't Carolina, but I believe Cincinnati was one because their quarterback situation is totally screwed. As is probably like another nine, ten teams in the league, which shows, yeah, that this that that Colin he definitely belongs in the NBA, NFL because he's better than probably a, a good sixty percent of the quarterback uh, class. Um, now with him, you know, uh, call it excuse me, calling the audible on, on everything. Uh, do I think that's going to hinder things? It. It might make some. T- I'm sure it's gonna make some uh, team, you know, like team management um, probably uh, you know a little cautious because you know I'm sure they they trying to keep like the media circus away. Um, but I do I think he'll be signed. I'm I'm not sure. To be honest, do I think he want to play? Um, I mean, he you know it's just like you know, hey, I'm I'm here, you know. I'm here. I'll, I'm, I'll I'll interview with anybody. Um, I don't think he lose. I don't think he's gonna lose any sleep if he don't get picked up. You know, it's been three years, and you know Nike paying him. Uh, he, you know, he, he received a nice settlement from the league. You know, for the um, you know for the way how they treated him. Um, so, uh, do I think he'll get picked up? Do I think he'll get picked up? Probably not, but. I'm sure it, it, it's some interest out there, and I'm, and I'm sure like a handful of teams definitely watched all 58 minutes of of that uh, workout uh, recording. I'm gonna name all the quarterbacks that Colin Kaepernick is better than that is in this league right now. I'm gonna name quite a few. I'm not. It may not be all of them. Oh, folks, this is gonna be three hours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Drew Lock. Daniel Jones, Blake Bortles, Nick Mullins, Ryan Tannehill, Josh Rosen, Terod Taylor, Case Keenum, Dwayne Haskins, Kyler Murray, uh, Joe Flacco, Eli Manning, Derek Carr, Brian Fitzpatrick, Andy Dalton, Josh Allen, Jacoby Brissett, Nick Foles, Sam Darnold, Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, Cam Newton, Kirk Cousins, Matt Stafford, Jimmy Garoppolo, Mitchell Trubisky, Dak Prescott, uh, Jared Goff, 
I'll even put him above Carson Wentz. He's better than Mason Rudolph, better than Baker Mayfield, Matt Ryan. Unfortunately, Phillip Rivers is on the decline. I wouldn't normally say that. Hall of Famer, but this ain't his season. No. He's better right now than uh, Phillip Rivers. Oh, yeah. Only quarterbacks that I'm going to put ahead of him, and I'm looking at a list of 40 quarterbacks. Only quarterbacks I'm putting ahead of him in no particular order. Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, TB12, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson. Now, if you're telling me that Cap is not more of a threat, who would you fear more right now? Are you going to fear Cap, who's been off three years, or Matt Ryan? <laughs> Cap. Matt Ryan, he's, he's still hurting from that uh, that Super Bowl uh, debacle a couple years ago. A few years ago, sorry. Mm-hmm. So... I'm I'm just I'm trying to figure out and th- this is the the rhetoric that everybody's saying is well he couldn't play in the first place that's why he been out the league cuz he he can't really play and I'm like what were you watching like he has a a, a, a a well his career completion percentage but then when I bring up the numbers about career completion percentage and I tell you all the quarterbacks that he's better than and I, and all the time he's ranked like number I think it's 53, 52. Uh, but I, I'm trying to, but when I bring that up, people say, well, you just grasping at straws. Yeah. How? How am I grasping at straws? You, 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 you ask a question. I bring up uh, the, the, I bring up the the, 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 the the facts and you're upset. Now, uh, where is he at? He's not even at 60%. Colin Kaepernick is tied for 51 with Ken Stabler, Tim Couch at 59.8. And that's his uh, career completion percentage. He's better than Danny White, Cam Newton, Blake Bortles. Ken Anderson, who was Ken Anderson, was one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the NFL at one point in time. Right. Better than Donovan McNabb, Bernie Kosar, Dan Fouts, uh, Warren Moon, Jim McMahon, Byron Leftwich, Jim Everett, Bart Starr, Rodney Pete, Drew Bledsoe, my man Sonny Jurgensen, Boomer Esiason. He's better than Mark Sanchez, Randall Cunningham. And I, I named all of these quarterbacks for a reason. Mm-hmm. Stop holding stock and completion percentage because it's your job to put the ball in, on, on the money. Now, Delonte, if I do a deep post and you put the ball, I'm talking, all I got to do is stick my hands out and it hits me in the hands and I drop it. Whose completion percentage is going to go down? Not mine. Yours no. is. Right. So all those people that talk all this noise about uh, Cap not being able to play, get your revisionist history asses out of here. Because <laughs> everybody was on his job, just like they were on uh, RG3's job in 2012, running that read option. It was the newfangled thing. And they took and they ran the league with it. So you're acting like that never happened. I'm not. And and, and 
those so-called fans that you know that of various teams I've heard cowboy fans none that I know I've heard cowboy fans uh who else was I think it was uh Chicago fans Bengals fans oh if you sign cap I'm boycotting I'm going to turn in all my stuff and I'm never going to watch another game and da 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 okay but here's the problem you take Kaepernick's protest, kneeling during the national anthem. You take that protest and you turned it into something that it wasn't. But now you're mad. And I, I posted something on my Instagram page, and it's true. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be so blind with patriotism that you can't face reality. Wrong is wrong, no matter who says it. And that was said by Malcolm X. Right. The whole point of his kneeling during the national anthem, which he talked to a army ranger about, and he told him, don't sit during the national anthem, kneel. It was as a sign of respect to the military and those that served, but it was a silent protest against police brutality, against police, people of color in this country. Somehow, some way, it became, oh, it's a disrespect to the military. It's a disrespect to the flag. You're disrespecting the country. The country disrespects my people mm-hmm. when these cops don't get prosecuted for killing black people that are innocent. I can go down a whole list. Philando Castile, Sandra Bland, Freddie Gray, Amadou Diallo, take you back a little bit further, Malice Green. None of these people were prosecuted. That's what the whole daggone thing was about. That's what the protest has been about. And it's still about. We've been protesting and fighting for 50 some odd years for the same thing. Only thing different is it's being recorded now and they're still not going to jail for it. Yes, sir. But you made it about the flag. You kept him out of the league because he brung attention to something that's wrong. But once again, you're so blinded by your so-called patriotism that you don't see the real issue. And for those of you that talk all that jazz when the national anthem is played on TV, do you stand when you're in your house? No, you sit on your behind. Mm-hmm. And to be quite honest, I can't even remember the last time I stood for a national anthem at a game that I went to. And I've been going to Redskin games for 19 years now. The first game I went to was in November. Nope, take that back. Christmas Eve, 2000. That was the first game I went to. I think that was probably the last time I stood for the national anthem. I haven't stood for the national anthem at a game since. Am I disrespecting the flag? No. Um, I, I, it's just my own silent protest. I don't like what's going on in the country that I live in. I don't like that in in West Virginia they got water coming out of the pipes that you can light a match. I don't like that Flint, Michigan doesn't have clean water and haven't had clean water for five years or more. So yeah, I I, I got a problem. So that's my silent protest. 
I just I hate when people change the narrative to what they want it to be just to make them feel comfortable but you won't take the problem head on right now if I if I said to Delonte well I don't agree with Cap because you know he's he's a disrespect to uh, uh, all the black people because he does this and he does that I'm but I'm not even uh, I can't get mad at Delonte for telling me hey you're missing the big picture all right and if if one thing it is if you stop being so short-sighted with it and just looking at what's on the surface dig and do the, the, the due diligence put the work in find out what it's about and then say okay I'm informed on it I don't agree with what he's doing but I see why he's doing it mm-hmm. but then from there you say I wonder if it's some way I can help some way that I can bring attention to these atrocities that are happening in this country that I love so much But instead, it's all about football. I'm seeing it doesn't matter what color they are. They're black, white, Hispanic. I'm seeing people dog cap out. Oh, how you going to tell a bunch of billionaires what you ain't going to do? The same way you can tell I can walk into my job and tell my boss what I'm not going to do. If it's against my moral code, my ethics, Slim, I'm not going to do it. You got one or two choices. Either you can respect me or you can find me. But guess what? You find me, you losing a good worker. Yep. So, and then you still got to pay me because uh, you can find me and say it was insubordination, but when we go to court and the real truth comes out, you got to pay me. So, I'm just, I've been holding on for quite some time because I've been trying not to say anything online. So, that's my three cents, and I, I don't I don't mean to dominate the conversation. Uh, I, I I need to calm myself down. What you got, Delonte? Uh, I think you said it all, man. <laughs> I think you said it all, I, man. I swear to beans, man. I did not mean. It's all good, man. Get it off your chest there, brother. Get it off your chest, man. I just, I don't, I hate it when we hear the sideline junkies. We do our due diligence. Mm -hmm. We go and we research. We take and we, um, we do our homework. So when we speak, we know we're speaking on the truth. Right. We got the full story. So I wish people would do that when they're on social media and things like that. Uh, find out the truth before you start diving into stuff and, and, and giving your opinion. And it's the, the, the wildest off-key opinion. I mean, it's yours. Don't mean it can be wrong, but I mean, it can't be wrong. Mm-hmm. And it, it can be right too, but you give your opinion and you're so far off base about the reasoning 
but you sound like an idiot. So. We got anything else we need to discuss before we get out of here? Um, no, nah, I think everything good. Shout out to, uh, quick shout out to, um, Carmelo, um, first game back the other night. Uh, just make a quick note 10 points. We, you know, what I'm saying 24 minutes, four rebounds, had a few turnovers, but first game back in like what a year, pretty much. I didn't expect for him to come out there and put up. You know what I'm saying? 35 or anything like that. He he gotta work his way back into it. But he did have a good defensive effort. And I know him and his trainer, that's what they've been working on, is uh putting a lot of emphasis on defense. So um shout out to Mello. Um, you know, he looked looked all right, you know, it it, it, it it's, it's gonna get better. You know what I'm saying? It's a process. Uh actually they play tonight as a matter of fact. So, you know. Just, just, just hope that everything continues well. And um, big shout out to Dwight Howard too. Um, man, if if I had to choose a, a comeback player of the year, it's definitely him. Like his his redemption tour has been gold, like on the money. This dude humble him and Kobe. They you know they talk squash that you know their little um thing that they had from a you know couple few what, few years ago. Him and LeBron, they getting along, they gelling. Um, he's being productive. Uh, and not complaining, you know, coming to work every day, putting in work. Man, Dwight, man. Shout out to Dwight Howard, man. But, yeah, that's all I got. You know what? Speaking of Melo, I'm going to say this. Melo needs to, to get you in on PR because you lobbied for him, what, since the summertime? Yeah, man, yeah. Hit me up, Melo. <laughs> the, the, the best part about it, Delonte never wavered. Nope. He never took his support away because Melo wasn't getting the support. It was more along the lines of, look, you need to sign this dude. And he looks like he is comfortable in Portland. Mm-hmm. So this second act may be just what he needs. I, I, and I'm not going to say he's going to play another 10, 15 years. Uh, but for the time, the duration that he has left in the league, hey, one thing he always knew, you had Delonte the sideline junkies on your side, sir. Right. And I, I watched his workouts in the summer. I was, I, I, I think I sent you a couple. I was like, oh, no, he looked like he ready to light somebody up now. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and I agree with you on Dwight Howard, uh, pretty good. I mean, the Lakers are gelling. I wish the Wizards would gel like that. But the Wizards are leading the league in scoring. Yeah. So. Oh, man. Well, we gonna get on up out of here. Uh, Don't forget, check us out on social media, on Twitter, on Instagram, Sideline Junkies, uh, Facebook, Sideline Junkies, colon podcast. You know, we're everywhere. We're interactive. Uh, the sidelinejunkies.com website is up, but we got to update it. Just trying to get a few things rolling and get it back to where we want it to be, not where everybody else wants, where we want it, where you can get all the sideline junkie information that you can handle in mm-hmm. one spot. And don't forget, you can check us out on Radio Public, Breaker, Castbox, Google Podcasts, 
Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Podchaser, Podbean, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Player FM, Podtail, and of course, right here on our home and our sponsor, Anchor FM. So, to Junie, BJ, Jim, all three of those guys on special assignment, the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez, and myself will be coming to you a day early tomorrow. So, he's getting ready for the WrestleManiacs that will be on Friday night, not Saturday. Uh, that's Delonte. I'm KG. We are two of your six sideline junkies. And we are out of here. Peace. This has been another Sideline Junkies production. Sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, you can always email the fellas. SidelineJunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, BJ, with the Sideline Junkies. On a solo mission tonight, I had to follow up the guys, KG, Delonte, excellent job on the show tonight. Um, I just want to touch on a couple of topics. I'm going to make mine real quick. Um, I'm not going to burn your ear, ear, eardrums out. I know that's my one of my favorite singers. My first topic, I want to touch on the uh, Stephen A. Smith, Colin Kaepernick, that whole ordeal. Uh, I'm going to touch lightly on the whole Miles Gerd, Cleveland Brown, Pittsburgh Steeler, brawl fiasco. And then I want to touch on Melo a little bit, just give my thoughts on that. So let's start with Stephen A. Smith and his comments that were made um, with Colin Kaepernick's workout last weekend. Now, from the beginning, when the NFL told Colin Kaepernick Tuesday, that they would set up a workout for him on Saturday. In my head, I've already decided that was going to be a circus because Saturday, everybody's traveling. So the GMs and and whatnot, yeah, of course, you know, if people want to make it, they can make it. And teams still sent representatives, yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. But why not make the workout why not give him a whole week to prepare, make the workout Tuesday or Wednesday, you know, where, you know, more people can be involved, more big wigs can come and see this man perform. This is going to be a double-edged sword. It was a double-edged sword for Colin Kaepernick from the get-go because from the jump, if Colin didn't tap dance the way the NFL wanted him to tap dance, they were going to point the finger and be like, hey, we look, we told you. You know, we gave him an opportunity, and he don't want it. So I hate to see what I saw with Stephen A. Smith, Eric Reed. Um, a lot of people are going at Stephen A. Smith, calling him an Uncle Tom, a cracker. And it's, it's a shame and sad, you know, that my race in particular, African-American, black, whatever you want to call it, can't respect somebody's opinion. All right. Now, I understand both sides. Okay, I understand where Stephen A. Smith is coming from because Stephen A. Smith is a company man. Stephen A. Smith isn't an idiot either. 
He makes $8 million a year at ESPN, okay? So this man is far from stupid. And I respect his opinion, what he said about Colin Kaepernick. That's how he felt. That's how he felt at the time. He still feels that way. He felt like basically it was a circus show and Colin Kaepernick was there for attention and doesn't really want to play football. Uh, I thought Max Kellerman hit the nail on the head saying that Colin wanted basically kind of to take the control away from the NFL because if you haven't heard, they tried to get him to sign his waiver, basically sign his rights away. Um, it would be in the NF. It would have been in the NFL's facility where they could have or not allowed the media. So I think Colin wanted to make it as media friendly as he could, because if you listen to this podcast on a regular, since Colin Kaepernick has been blackballed, I would still tell you he hasn't played three years of football. He's still better than at least the last tier of teams in the league. I'm gonna say the last twelve. That man could probably start right now and help a team, okay? But the NFL and Colin Kaepernick turned this into a circus with just everything that went on. Um, do I think a team will sign him? I think a team would sign him. If you go around the, this league on Sunday and how many uh, bad teams there are in the league where, you know, people got to move down, there's nobody in the stands. Nobody want to watch this, especially this garbage, this shit show that, that's in D.C. at FedEx Field. Nobody wants to watch this garbage. So do I think an NFL team would sign him, create for the hype, for the circus show? Absolutely. Absolutely I would. But I also think this is a, just another case of rich white billionaires trying to – well, not really trying to, but just trying to do things their way. And they have every right to do it their way because it's their goddamn company. But at the same time, this man was blackballed for speaking his mind on injustices and social issues that affect me, people of my color, brown people all over this world. And still do to this day. And you can go look at any body cam footage and it'll prove on a police officer, it'll prove Colin Kaepernick's point every time. So um, it's bigger than football. I've I've said this from the beginning. This is bigger than football. Um, I always lean towards the side of when somebody is consistent with their actions and consistent with what they show. And Colin's been that. So I would give him the benefit of the doubt um, and lean towards his side. But like I said, that does not mean that um, I, I disagree with Stephen A. Smith because, I, like I said, I understand where he's coming from. I understand where Terrell Owens is coming from, Max Kellerman, Shannon Shaw. I understand where everybody's coming from. Everybody is right. I really think it's one of these things where I'm not going to be like, oh, man, Colin Kaepernick is BSing and he doesn't really want to play football. I think he does. But I also think that for him and even me at this point, the NFL isn't trustworthy at all. At all. They, they've shown you what they what they what they can do to people. Um, you know, I, um, my, my, my good friend Gary brought up another name, Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf. 
was blackballed from the NBA early 90s. Also, Craig Hodges was blackballed from the NBA. So, you know, it's it's been a lot of instances where this these, these type of things happen. And if you don't play ball with the rich boys that own these teams and, and do it their way, then it's a highway. And I understand that completely. And this is another show, another topic. That's why we need to create our own stuff. We are the table. What KG say all the time. We are the goddamn table. So to have to go to these people and make these people billions of dollars to be pawns, it's time for it to end. So uh, what else I say I wanted to talk about here? Let's go Carmelo Anthony because that's fresh in my mind. Let me give you a back, backdrop on how I feel about Carmelo Anthony. He just recently signed with the Portland Trailblazers. He started which really surprised me, Damian Lillard didn't play that night. For me, for Carmelo sitting out a year, for the trailblazers that went through training camp, that went through, um, that went through, you know, preseason and everything, I thought, this is me personally, I thought it was disrespectful as hell for Carmelo to start, okay? Carmelo's superstar has has been falling. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you a timeline, okay? He came in the league with LeBron. They were the league. They were clean. They were they, they had the superstar label put on them before they even dribbled the ball in the NBA, okay? LeBron took it and ran. And Carmelo did at first to Denver. Denver loved Carmelo. He owned that town. And he played a different style of ball there. It, it, I, I hate to say this. I, I want to say he played like he still cared. The second he left Denver, he left that good team in Denver, a city that loved him, a city that embraced him, to go to the garbage pile that was New York to chase money and for to chase his wife's dreams for, you know, Lala doing her thing in New York and wanting to be more, you know, media friendly, okay? Let me tell you something. That excuse in 2000, you know, whenever that was, is bullshit, okay? Because the age of social media, the age of all the stuff, we have walking computers in our hands. If you're a star, if you're a superstar, people will come to you. Ask LeBron James in Quicken Loans Arena, okay? LeBron James sold out that arena in Cleveland, Ohio, where it's not 70 degrees all year round. This isn't Miami. This isn't L.A. You know, this isn't Texas where it's warm, you know, and people have incentive to come out. It's not. You go to Quicken Loans Arena. This is like here in D.C. Wind chill might be 18. It'd be cold outside. So when... For me, when Carmelo made that move to go to New York, I instantly lost respect for him. And in my mind, the superstar went to a star. And he had got humbled immediately because he found out that he wasn't as good as he thought he was. Because we watched LeBron James take the garbage pail kid to the finals over and over again. Over and over again, take the garbage pail kids to the finals. We watched Melo couldn't get over the hump. And you can say what you want about 
the Knicks teams and how bad they were, and they didn't have this, that, and the other. Neither did the early Cleveland teams. LeBron James took to the finals and got swept. They didn't have the same thing either. So don't I don't want to hear it. Excuses are for the weak. That's why LeBron James is king, and that's why Carmelo Anthony is what he is. Now, with that being said, I'm hoping he takes this opportunity in Portland because Portland has a damn good team. And I think if I'm the Portland GM, I'm thinking if I can get Carmelo's a pure scorer. He always will be, always has. Defensively, you know what you're getting with Carmelo, which is basically nothing. Okay? So I'm thinking if I can get this guy going, and I can get somewhere between 10 and 20 points from him a night. You know, maybe he gets hot and, and throws you 25, 30 one night. Add it to C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard. We might have a chance. If we, can, if we can do this project now in November, going into December, his contract isn't fully guaranteed till after uh, January 7th, I believe. So... I think this is a good move. I think it's a good move for Portland. I think it's a good move for Melo. I'm concerned, will Melo be able to keep his mouth shut? And that's that's what concerns me about Carmelo Anthony. Because for some reason, Carmelo Anthony, even sitting out a year, feels like he's entitled to an NBA team, which is far from the truth. Okay? Um, I said it before in this podcast. LeBron James, best friend. You know, Chris Paul, best friend. If LeBron James wanted Carmelo Anthony in L.A., he would have been in L.A. So that tells you a lot. That tells you all you need to know about that shit show. So um, I hope it works out. I really do. I hope that he can get to the playoffs, a meaningful playoff run, where they actually had a chance. Because Portland, Portland, you know, got the monkey off their back last year. Won that playoff series. Okay? So, I think I think this is a good move. Because, yeah, L.A. rolling right now. The Clippers are rolling. You know, Portland doing their thing. But it's still early in the season. I think these teams are like 10-2, and 10-3. The Raptors are 10-2, and 10-3. and three. So, what? It's November. Okay? This is, this is my man Gary say all the time. No one gives a shit about the NBA before the All-Star break. And the players don't either. The players don't either. You see this low management crap, whatever. You see them jacking up 100,000 threes. It's a different game. So, um, what's next? Uh, quickly, the Miles Garrett, Pittsburgh Steelers situation. I listened to the show, and I absolutely think that um, Mason Rudolph should at least got two games. Now, KG will go back and, and hear it um, when he said Mason Rudolph need to be fine. I think he said two to four million dollars. I don't even think he makes that KG. So I would be happy with him sitting two games and maybe fifty to a hundred thousand dollars for being the instigator in the fight because he was the instigator in the fight. And, and, and I, I have to say that lightly because Miles Garrett did tackle him after the play. So you can kind of put the instigating part on Miles Garrett, but he did try to hit him in the nuts, and he did try to pull Miles Garrett helmet off. So I'm trying to figure out 
like KG, like Delonte, why the hell this man isn't suspended? I think he, I, I, I want to say he got some light fines, like maybe 30, 35,000 or something, but that's nothing compared to what he should get, which is two games and at least a hundred thousand dollar fine. And as far as Miles Garrett, um, saying that, you know, Mason Rudolph called him a name, I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, we're talking about the Buffalo Bill quarterback, Josh Allen, with his racist, racist tweets, I'm sorry, I can't even speak, that got basically swept under the damn rug, okay? And we make these comparisons all the time. It's a, just a different, if, if it's something done by a white athlete, it's looked at different than when it's done by a black athlete. It just is what it is. This is what this country is. But, you know, Josh Allen tweets got swept under the rug. He apologized and it was no more. Oh, he's not a racist, you know, blah, blah, blah. I would, man, we're talking about the NFL. You're talking about players that come from all walks of life, okay? Players that probably wear that Make America Great hat again, uh, make, a, make America Great Again hats, and, and, you know, vote Republican with guys that come from the hood and, you know, could care less about any of that. So, yeah, you you mixing the – yeah, please. Those, they, people trade racial slurs all the time probably in the league. So, and, and one person, dirty person that comes to mind is Richie Incognito. The one person that comes behind it is Bill Romanowski. So, yeah. Uh, I if, if it did happen, I wouldn't put it past Mason Rudolph. But here's the thing, and like KG and Delonte alluded to, this is NFL, baby. This is the shield. No one is bigger than the shield. Not even Colin Kaepernick, okay? Miles Garrett threw that helmet on national TV. And I said when it happened, when I saw it, I said they're going to get him the book. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play next season either because this has to be a strong message from the NFL. And if you do this again, this is the bar we set, a season and a half. The next person to do it is either going to get more or a lifetime ban. It's the, it's, it's the right call because you cannot have that happen. You know, who knows? If Miles Gerd could have got a full swing and could have hit Mason Rudolph in another part of the head, who knows if he he's ever playing football again. Or he could have cracked his skull. You know, you're talking about a football helmet designed to keep the shock and the hit off your dome. You're talking about the outside part of it. So, yeah, that that had to be said. I I agree with that 100%. Um, But also, Mason Rudolph should be sitting at least two or three games. Um, I think, you know, maybe... Because Pittsburgh is the darling of, you know, one of the darlings of the NFL. They probably are light on Pittsburgh. But, yeah, all the evidence, all the camera angles, you see Mason Rudolph doing what he did, trying to rip uh, Miles Garrett helmet off, trying to kick him in the nuts. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with Miles Garrett sitting two games and getting a higher fine. Last but not least, and I'm going to leave you guys out of here because I'm talking your head off, okay? The NCAA. The whole Memphis thing with the, the kid. Let me let me just say this. I'm not even going to spend a lot of time on this. I say this over and over again. The NCAA is an absolute fucking joke. Okay? They are a joke. 
they rake in billions of dollars. TV endorsements, advertisements. You can't let these kids live. It's a it's an absolute joke. And 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 until somebody I, I admire LeVar Ball because he tried to start a, a league. I don't know if his league is still going. But just like I said about black and brown people needing to start their own leagues, somebody needs to start a, a whole nother amateur league. And the hell with the NCAA and their dumbass rules limited these kids and their families. These Some of these kids come from families that are trying to figure out what the hell is to eat tonight. And they can't take donations of food, money, this, that, and the other. It's, 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 it's just a sham. It's one of the biggest uh, crocs of you-know-what that's running today. But it reminds me of just this country in general. If you, you know, the NCA ain't no different than Congress. All of them are crooks. But that's a whole nother show, whole nother podcast. And um, I'm done for tonight. I hope that you enjoyed my part and, you know, I'll be on Twitter looking at things and and just shaking my head sometimes. And, you know, work doesn't allow us to respond and do what we want to do. But, you know, we we, got to get better at that. So that's it for BJ, Sideline Junkies. I'm out. Y'all take care. Have a safe night.